Welcome to our podcast. We are New Horizons Christian Fellowship from Starkville, Mississippi. We are about kingdom family, reaching up to the Father, reaching in to each other, and reaching out to the world. We hope you will be strengthened and encouraged by the message. Good morning, brothers and sisters. It's great to see all of you out there. Yes, I can see you. I've prayed for you. As we were worshiping just now, I went around this room and prayed for you. No, you didn't actually sit in the chair or the pew. But I saw some of you from way back. Some of you, like JP and Katie in Japan, I saw you where you sat. I saw Barbara in Ghana, Brent and Mary Cameron in California. I saw you. I saw people that used to be here and are no longer with us. I saw you. And I'm excited about what God's got for us today. One of the topics that's been on my heart has been how to survive my family during the pandemic shutdown. How do I survive my family? You know, there's a lot of things that are being revealed in these days. God's speaking through his word. It feels like revelation is like exponential for me. I, I get things even in my sleep, and I'm thankful for that. Revelation, revealing. Jesus is wanting to reveal himself today. Jesus is wanting to reveal things to us. He's wanting to reveal things in us. What does reveal mean? It comes from a French word and a Latin word. The re actually means opposite, and veil means veil or to cover. So it's the opposite of covering. It's taking the covering off, and that's what God is doing. And for some of us, as we are with our family at home, there's some things that are being revealed, some good and some bad. Sometimes when we're together over a long period of time, there are things that come up. You know, it makes me think about YWAM DTSs. That's a 24-7 discipleship program with Youth with a Mission. And I've been on some bases teaching at those bases, and the students say, look, we're with each other all the time, and the walls are so thin, you can actually hear somebody think on the other side. So, yes, being with somebody 24-7 can reveal a lot. Years ago... A young, hard-working man whose marriage was broken, separated from his wife with children who were hurting, came to a group of men and asked us for prayer to save and restore his marriage and family. We prayed with him and stood with him and challenged him in how to reconcile and how to show love for his wife, believing for reconciliation. For weeks and even months, we stood with him and he began to give a few good reports. He shared how God had convicted him and how God had taught him and empowered him to love her. God was opening him up. He was revealing things to him. Now, he's always talked to me with so much love and appreciation. And, and here in the midst of what we are going through right now, he felt like he needed to call me to check on me. What a blessing. When he did, I told him how I was busy. 
Things have not shut down for me. They've gotten more. Because even as people are at home, people are going through struggles in relationships. And they're actually finding out things about themselves in the context of family. And they're not exactly sure what to do. So I've been spending some time counseling folks, helping them to hear each other and helping them to understand the brokenness that's inside of them and the wholeness that's inside of them. Husbands and wives, you are given to each other to bring healing to the brokenness in the other one and encouragement to the wholeness. That's what God's called you to. And that's what we should be doing as family. Things will be revealed when we're together. As we were sharing that, he said that uh, he, he understood that himself. I said, how are you doing? He said, we're all good. We're good because we started a process back when you prayed for us, back when you were speaking into my life and, and God was restoring my marriage. We started a process then that was opening up and being vulnerable with, with one another. He said, but I realize some people don't have that. They're able to cover it up. To hide it. In this season of distancing from others, but extended time with family, things are coming up in relationships. So how do we survive our family during the pandemic shutdown? This young man said, look, speed up or slow down. Speed up or slow down, we're good. If we are restricted to our home, we're good. If we're going out on ministry, we're good. Speed up or slow down, we're good. Then he said, it's going to get better or it's going to get worse depending on where you stand. Where we stand is what affects the way that we're going to be moving ahead, better or worse. So... I want to encourage us to look at just one small passage of Scripture. It's in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Let me read it for us. 1 Peter 2, 15 through 17. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Bible. And it says, For it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. As God's slaves... Live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a way to conceal evil. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. So we're going to look at that, and I want you to think, re means opposite, and veal. We're going to take the last letters of veal. And so the opposite of covering, it's uncovering, revealing. So the first, first word that we're going to look at is value. We need to value. Reveal. We need to value. Let me, let me say this. You know, in the world today, there's so many things that are not right. So many things that we as Christians see. We actually need to come in the opposite spirit of that. Where, where, where there's selfishness going into the stores, there should be generosity in us. Where there's hateful speech, there should be loving speech and action in us. Where there's fear, we should have faith. We should come in that opposite. And at the very beginning, I'd like for us to look at verse 17 and see four imperatives that Peter said to the church there. This church was scattered 
all around the world. In, in the very beginning of 1 Peter, it says that they were the diaspora, dispersed around the world because of pers- persecution on the church. They were going through hardships. And at the end of 1 Peter, it talks about the fiery trials that they've been in. And it's a picture of, of even, some would say that it's those Christians that were being burned around Rome and sacrificing their lives, being martyrs. So, these, to these believers scattered all over the world, Peter says this, first of all, honor everyone. Honor everyone. Honor everybody out there, anybody, everybody. Boy, we, we have a powerful thing in Facebook or our social media if we were honoring everyone. This is an imperative. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. The love, or agape, the brotherhood. Those are all of us as family. Brothers should love the brotherhood. So, we need to love each other in the church across the body of Christ. That's, uh, that's valuing. We're to fear God. Fear. That word there is what we get phobia from in the Greek. We are to fear God. Look, when you fear God, there's no need to fear anything else. Psalms 111, verse 10, and Proverbs 9, verse 10, they say that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When we fear the creator and sustainer of life, there is wisdom that comes to us. He is the Lord. Nothing surprises God. Things that, that we fear can challenge us, but... It doesn't challenge God. He already knows. He sees. He's in the, has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? And He is Lord. We are to fear Him. And then honor the emperor. That's basically saying show honor to those governing. How about that? And that means on both uh, sides of the aisle. We are to show them honor. It's what we're supposed to do in valuing others, honoring, honoring everybody. There's no excuse for us not to be doing that. So these are unprecedented times, bad and good. So here's a question for you. How, how are you stewarding this semi-shutdown? How are, you, how are you stewarding it? Are you getting the most from it? Are you growing? You know... I think about Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24. It says, Search me, O God, know my heart, and try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. Asking God to search us and look into our hearts. You know, there are things that are hidden in us. I remember as a a young man, a single young man, I thought I was pretty knowledgeable. I thought I was doing well. I, I was very involved in ministry. And so everything was great. And then I met the love of my life, my wonderful wife, Debbie. And, but something happened when we got married and we started spending time with each other. I began to see some inconsistencies in my life. And it shocked me. There were blind spots, and I, couldn't, I could no longer hide my faults. I was blind. I didn't see it. God wanted to reveal those. 
It's kind of like a warning light in a car, in a truck. When you see that red light come on, you know that you need to do something. The best thing to do when you see that light come on is go to the manufacturer, the one that made that car, so that he can fix it and get it back the way it should be going. If you can't go to the manufacturer, just go to the mechanic that knows the manufacturer and allow him to step in there and work on your car. Sometimes when we're 24-7 with each other, the red light goes on and the alarm sound. Listen, don't put duct tape over that light in your car on that dashboard. You can cover it up, you can veil it, but if you don't do something about it, it's going to mess up. You need to do something. So, value everybody and then examine your heart and your thoughts. For Psalms 139, 23 through 24 talks about, we looked at it, search me, O God. You're asking him, you search me, you turn the spotlight on. Examine my heart and my thoughts. And you see if there's any wicked way in me. A would be... Uh, assess your actions, your ways. So examine your heart and your thoughts and assess your actions. When you're at home and the red warning light goes off, don't cover it up with duct tape. Ask God. Say, God, you search my heart. Start there. Don't play surgeon on each other. Let God reveal that to you. You ask him to reveal it, him to uncover what's going on. Back at 1 Peter chapter 2, let's look at verse 16 now. Verse 16 says, as God's slaves live as free people, but don't use your freedom as a way to conceal evil. For us to understand where we've done, gone wrong, we need to understand that our position, our identity that sets us up to be able to honor others and to encourage other folks really comes out of our identity. Verse 16 starts with, as God's slaves. It's really interesting. We've done some study on that in recent weeks, and I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Do you know that in the King James Version, slave is mentioned one time. Bondservant is used. In the New King James, which is a little bit later, it's, it's 18 times in the New Testament and 34 times in the Old and gradually you go on down and you will see that in the New Testament, the New American Standard Bible has 62 times where the word slave in Greek is translated uh, slave. All the other times it's servant or bondservant. Only in this new version that I'm using now, Holman Christian Standard Bible, does it translate the word doulos into slave. We try to cover that up and say, hey, it, we're not so bad, but we are. We were born into slavery. We were in the slavery of the law of sin and death. We're born slaves to sin. And what First Peter says, chapter 1, it says that he has purchased us not with the, the, the things that would perish like gold and silver, but he, when we were on the auction block, as slaves of sin, he purchased us with the precious blood of Jesus. So we start as slaves of God. It literally says that. Doulos, of God. We are slaves of God. 
That's where our salvation starts. If it wasn't for the cross, if it wasn't for the, the gospel of Jesus crucified, buried, and arose, we would have no place to be born again. It starts at the cross. His payment for our sins and our looking to that cross and believing in him. That's where it starts. We're slaves of God. That's our identity, slaves of God. But he says, don't take that as an opportunity. Live as free people. Don't take that as an opportunity to cover up your sin. Living as free people. See, Jesus said, you're no longer just slaves or servants. You're my friends. He actually calls us his brothers and sisters. We are a family. So when you become a slave to God, you're, you've got a freedom there. He says, not only that, I'm giving you freedom and I'm giving you an inheritance. In fact, you're going to be co-heirs with my only begotten son. What an opportunity. What a privilege. But often we don't think of our being slaves to God. We emphasize the sonship. Y'all, if we understand that, instead of valuing ourselves so much that we put other people down and not honoring others, we will start understanding that we need to be just like Jesus who made himself in the form of a doulos, a slave. He did that and showed us the way. So as we relate to one another in a family, don't be thinking about your rights because slaves have no rights. Start there. Think about yourself as a slave of God who's been called now a son and daughter. We're born again into an eternal family. Thank you, Father. Value everybody. Examine your hearts and thoughts and assess your ways and actions. But the last thing I'd like to say to you is that we need to listen. Reveal. Value. Examine assess, and listen. Listen, first of all, to God. You ask Him to search your heart. Second of all, listen to each other. Listen to each other. Take some time to do that. When that red warning light goes off, value the other person enough that you will push the pause button on your feelings so that you can hear their pain. And understand what the true issue is in the heart and in your actions. If you will listen, then you can step out and do something about it. So it goes like this. Pray first. Listen. Ask them what's going on, what are, what's happening. And then repeat that back to them so that they can know that you really did hear them. And once you re repeat it back to them, listen again. They may correct and say, no, that's not what I said. Or they may affirm it and say, yes, that's what I said. So listen, pray first and all throughout as you're doing conflict res resolution. Pray, then listen to one another. Listen to God first. Listen to one another. Repeat back to the, to the other person. Let them affirm or correct. And as you listen... Then you respond and respond by asking forgiveness for your part in somebody else's pain. Listen, I want you to think, how can we better steward this time of the semi-shutdown? Would you ask God to reveal what he's wanting to do in you? Would you ask him to reveal so that others might be able to see, as that passage says, the things that we're doing good? 
This is a time of course correction. God is wanting to show his kingdom. The earth is groaning for the revelation of the sons and daughters of God. And he is bringing a course correction to us. He's given you an opportunity to see those warning lights and to do something about it. I believe right now, whether it's on the Sunday that we have this as, as a uh, live stream or not, if you're listening to this, this is a word for you. This word transcends all time and geography. God is wanting you to just open up to him and let him reveal the good and the bad. He wants to affirm you as a son and daughter, but he also is preparing us to see a great move of his kingdom amongst us. We have prayed and felt like that there are some addictions that people are struggling with that need to be broken. There's depression that people need to be released from. And God wants to take it you, whether it's a speed up time or a slow down time, and make it good because that's where you stand. It's based on where you stand with him. Say yes to God. Allow him to do what he wants to do in your life. Brothers and sisters, and even those that don't know Jesus, this is a time for the revelation of Jesus in a fresh new way. Let's let him clean the window off so people will see Jesus in us. Let me pray. Join with me. Father, thank you that you care about us enough to reveal things to us that need to be changed. And I ask right now, anybody that's listening, Lord, that you would reveal, you would search their hearts and you would show them both the good and the bad. Show me, Lord, afresh. In this time of semi-shutdown, I'm going to slow down and listen to you and let you change my life so that others will see the good works of Jesus in me. We repent and we receive the freedom that you've given us as your sons and daughters. Reveal Jesus now through the church. In Jesus' name, amen. That's the word. Now the service begins. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes. If you would like to learn more about New Horizons Christian Fellowship, then please visit the links in the description to learn more. Thank you for listening, and remember, the service begins now.